Hello there, and welcome to Casual Fridays, the podcast where themes are discussed through personal anecdotes and experiences and storytelling. I am your host, Dada, and this podcast is part of my I Read Aloud channel. And on my channel, I usually read fairy tales, short stories, sometimes children's stories and poems. So if you like such kind of content, please do subscribe to my channel. And don't forget that every Friday I will drop a new episode uh, in my podcast or for my podcast, Casual Fridays. Today's episode is titled Solitude and Aloneness. And I know it's a bit redundant because solitude is all about being alone, but I want to delineate between aloneness and loneliness because people always confuse the two and think that it's one and the same thing. In fact, loneliness has all sorts of negative connotations attached to it, such as boredom and depression, uh, to name a couple, whereas aloneness is a choice, a choice you make to be alone, a choice to be in solitude, a choice to be in one's own company. And when you start loving your own company, believe me, beautiful things will start to unfold in your life. Now, I always like to start my uh, episodes by um, telling you what inspired the topic. And in fact, it was an interaction I had with my florist, who is an unmarried woman of about 50 years old, who found out that I lived alone and was surprised and wished that she could do that, but she couldn't afford it. And funnily enough, a couple of months ago, a friend of mine visited, a friend of mine who's also an unmarried woman of about 50 years old, who still lives with her parents, and she visited to actually ask me about how it was to live alone, and she thought about it, and she decided not to go through with it, and she actually looked me in the eye the next time we met and told me, I am not as brave as you are to take this step. And this might come as a surprise to people living um, in the West and in Western cultures um, because living alone is something that's uh, a natural happening. But we live in the Middle East and in the Middle East we have uh, certain uh, stricter rules uh, to abide by in society in general. And um, especially when you talk about... um, situations uh, up until 20 or 30 years ago, it was totally unheard of for an unmarried woman to live alone. A woman was expected to either get married and move from her parents' home to her husband's home, or um, she would just live in her parents' home until they died or she died. And if they died before her, then uh, two things could happen. If the family finances were good enough, she could stay in her parents' home and live the rest of her life uh, in solitude or <laughs> alone um, uh, in, her fa- in her parents' home. And if the finances did not help, then she would probably have to move in with one of her brothers and take, help take care of the family and the household there. So, uh, of course, things have changed. Um, around 15 years ago, it became a bit more acceptable for women to live alone. Now it is even more acceptable. So the more time progresses, the more westernization seeps into our culture, you know, things become a bit more acceptable, especially uh, for people who live near the city and in the city. 
And uh, let's go back to uh, 15 years ago because that's when I moved out of my parents' house. And at the time, uh, a woman could live alone uh, mainly for two reasons. One, she would either work abroad and therefore have to live abroad alone she would or she would be studying abroad as well and of course when she would come back from her studies or her work abroad to live uh, in her hometown she was expected to live again in her parents home and there was also a a, a bit of a loophole here because if the family lived in rural areas and the woman had to work in the city and the commute would be so long, then it would be acceptable for the girl to, uh, or for the woman to live uh, alone in the city. Now, in some cases, she would be uh, asked to live, uh, sometimes forced to live in a convent uh, or in a boarding house where there was uh, a strict curfew. Uh, and in a few times, you know, it depends on the family as well, she could live independently in her own apartment. Um, so basically, when I moved out uh, 15 years ago, uh, I was 31, uh, I took that as, a, as an excuse that I had work in the city, that the commute was long. Now, it was a bit long. It was between two and three hours a day going back and forth because of traffic. Without traffic, it would take barely an hour back and forth. But uh, with traffic, it, it was much worse. And that was the reason I gave when I actually moved out of my parents' house. Um, and of course, um, in a Middle Eastern family, and especially we're talking about before COVID years, you know, now it has become a bit more acceptable. But before the COVID years, um, have you watched the My Big Fat Greek Wedding, that movie, where you have all sorts of family going in and out of the house, constant partying, not necessarily partying, but constant dinners and lunches and lots of food being prepared. That was basically our household. So my parents have so many friends and, you know, my dad has clients. Uh, then I have two brothers who have their friends and they are my friends. And so it's all kind of amalgamed into a lot of chaos in the house. At any moment, the phone could ring. Or sometimes the phone didn't have to ring even. You know, someone would knock on the door, a family member would walk in, and then they'd come in for a coffee and stay for dinner, or come in for a coffee and stay for lunch. Now, of course, my father was upset when I moved out because um, for him, he, I mean, he did care about what people thought about me. And I understand his viewpoint. Uh, he knows how men think, especially, and how people think in society. And he was worried about any backlash I might get you know, from people, but, you know, I've always been a person who tooted her own horn, who just <laughs> didn't care what, the, what people thought, and I just made the move, and, you know, a couple of months later, he saw that I was happy living alone, uh, and, of course, my mom played a big role, thank you, mom, in convincing him uh, that it was the right move for me. She had noticed how withdrawn I had become, um you know, at at home and how I was trying to escape um, uh, from all these gatherings, uh, working a full-time job that was well, that was highly stressful. And I'd, I'd go to the office early in the morning, come back sometimes at 8 or 9 at night. And I would really be exhausted. I would just need to 
get to some space to breathe and um you know she saw how sometimes get to the house go to my room for like an hour lock myself and not talk to anybody and then you know i'd regain a semblance of you know energy and then go out and mingle a little bit with, with whoever is there and so my mom knew the importance of of my living alone she saw that i needed it and uh, she was able to convince my dad that you know it was okay and i was as i was writing this episode and especially this particular part i remembered virginia wolf who wrote a hundred page essay titled a room of one's own in which she talks about how women now of course she wrote, wrote only about women at the, at the time uh, and in that essay. But she wrote about how uh, women, in order to write, would need money and uh, some space of their own in order to be able to do that. And I found this applies not only to men, but also women. And not only, uh, I'm sorry, not, not women, but also men. And not only to writing, but to any situation in life. Because... For you to, um, for any human being uh, to evolve and to unleash this tiny genius inside, you know, you need to to have some solitude and you need some time alone. And since I've moved out, I've uh, earned an LM degree, uh, which is basically a Master of Laws in Business Law. I've studied French again and placed uh, in the high intermediate level recently. I studied Italian. I'm still a beginner there. Uh, I opened and closed a buy, a buy business uh, over the span of two years. I edited a couple of books and I started my I Read Aloud channel. And, I, and now I just started my Casual Fridays podcast. And I've done most of this while working a full-time job. And sometimes stressful jobs too. But um, it all happened because I started having time to think. And it's not about just thinking in the sense of um, replaying ugly situations in your head or, you know, like what happened to you during the day and just, you know, going through it again and again in a loop. No, the idea is <laughs> to think as in daydreaming. You know, when you were a kid, do you remember when you used to be left alone to play and you used to live in your little imaginary world and you used to daydream? And you have to reconnect with that, your ability to to daydream and to allow your mind to wander is, is a precious thing because when you create a time and space to daydream and, and ultimately to dream, uh, you will discover that your dreams will start becoming a reality bit by bit. It will not happen uh, all at once in one day. I mean, we're not talking about a fairy godmother or a genie, but over a year or two or three, you will notice that, oh, I, I wanted to do that. I really dreamt of that at some point, and now it's happening. And... You really, you, you come to the realization that, uh, you know, uh, it was all worth it. That's giving yourself some time to think and to, to process, uh, how you would like your life to be and to dream. It's so important for any human being. And it's not only about like the dreams, it's all about self, self evolvement, uh, self progression. Um, how can you know about who you are, about your beliefs, about your belief system. How can you change 
some things in your belief system to the better uh, if you don't have time for yourself to think about things a little bit philosophically, probably, if, if that's the way you want to put it. So, believe me, it's very important for you to learn to love your own company. And uh, you have to love your own thoughts. You have to make time for your own company. Uh, just as you would make time for, for, for everything else and for everyone else. I mean, you make time uh, to go out for a coffee with a friend. You make time uh, to go out for dinner sometimes. You make time uh, to work out. You make time to cook. The same way you, you find time for many things, you could find uh, a bit of time for you, for spending time with yourself in silence and peace. I'm not going to say meditation because that's, you know, something that not all people are into and you don't have to do that in order to, you know, uh, be in solitude and, and be at peace. Um, and basically, I know, it is easier to find a time to be in solitude and to be with your own, your own thoughts if you live alone. I mean, yes, I live alone. I don't have a family. I don't have children. And I have friends who have families and kids. And I know how exhausted they get sometimes. How sometimes they're running the household with a full-time job for both parents is truly exhausting and tiring. And I know that sometimes you might think, you know, what are, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> there is no time. How can I find the time? But the thing is, you don't need to find a lot of time. You don't, you don't, you don't need to have, spend an hour a day with yourself. Eventually you might. But you could start with baby steps. Start with 10 minutes. I'm sure you're awake for 16, 17 hours a day. You can. You can find 10 minutes and you can start with things that don't have really to do with, 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 I don't know, being in solitude, so to speak. You could just spend 10 minutes uh, at, at the beginning reading uh, from a book if that's something you like to do. You could listen to music for 10 minutes and just close your eyes and relax. You could um, maybe as you are driving to work, instead of fighting with everybody in the street, and looking at the time, and oh, I'm going to be late, and getting all frustrated, you could take 10 minutes of that drive to just listen to some music, and, and actually daydream a little bit, you know, most of you are going to be stuck in traffic anyway, so <laughs> it's, it'll be easy, and you won't be driving fast, hopefully, don't daydream and drive fast, okay, but just a thought, and and maybe uh, you could uh, take your kid in a stroller for a walk and uh, just, you know, take 10 minutes while you're walking to just get in touch with yourself and your thoughts and your feelings, you know. And um, maybe uh, intentionally uh, be in solitude and daydream when you are working out, if that's something you like to do or exercising. So the idea is to live with, in with intention in general, right? I mean, people you know, have to live with some intention uh, throughout their lives. And to have the intention to enjoy your own company is something that you could also do and something that is really rewarding. Trust me. And little by little, when you get used to spending a bit of time, like 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, when you, when you start doing that, you will find that you love your own company. And without you noticing, you will increase that time. And you will end up spending more and more time with yourself. And you will spend more and more time with your beautiful thoughts and 
without you noticing, you will find your world changing. You will find your life, uh, including many more beautiful things that you would like to have in your life. And the biometric dreams could come true. So it's really something that kind of flows naturally. You don't really have to work so hard at it sometimes, you know. Just allow yourself some space and and some time to think. And this brings me to the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, do subscribe to my channel. I remind you again. And I would really appreciate it if you would like or share uh, this episode. And next week's episode is a spin-off uh, of today's topic. And it will be, um, be titled Servitude versus Solitude. And we'll discuss it discuss that more next time we're going to get into it right now of course and until then uh, I wish you a lovely weekend and uh, have fun, do daydream do find time to think and to be in solitude for a bit and I send you lots of hugs and lots of love and stay safe, bye